Bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. We talk love here, we talk relationships. And if you've never heard the show, always remember, you've lived a love story, a romantic story. Just always call and, and share it. You have a question? Call and share it. But also remember, if you're in a relationship and you're thinking right now about your partner, just send a text right now to each other, just with that line, I'm thinking of you with a heart. It goes a long way. We don't share enough how we feel. That's what I feel. And I just think it would be wonderful if you're not driving and you're safely somewhere you can text, then just text your partner thinking of you with a heart. I think that'd be good vibes in the universe. Any questions, call me 855-905-8255. What is the number when you have a question for me about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Call me now. Ashley, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? What is going on in your life? So what's going on? I'm constantly traveling around the world for work. Um, I flew into Australia um, for a week for a training. Uh-huh. And I meet this gorgeous man. I mean, he is drop-dead gorgeous and my heart melts um he's tall he's dark he's smart uh well-dressed and we had um a romantic evening over dinner we connected and you know i had a flight you know (laughs) that was coming up and i was supposed to come back home and you know although i'm really interested in him i also think that he's really interested in his work and i don't think that he's prepared to move across the world and so okay I'm just curious, like, what should I do? I don't know if I should, you know, pack my things and move to Australia, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But actually, the question is, in your intuition, how much is he into you? Well, according to him, I'm the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life. Um, We do a lot of texting um, on WhatsApp. We'll probably do video conferences probably once a week. Mm -hmm. Um but he doesn't really seem emotionally accessible. It, the, the conversations are very um, casual. Yes. Um, so it, you, yeah. it's almost more friendly than romantic and passionate. Yes. Okay. Although he says I'm beautiful. Well, and, and, and I'm sure that's true. But that is, is a fact. It's not an emotion. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually when that happens, and I can tell from your story that he's not going to propose for you to you tomorrow. And it doesn't appear so. So I think that what you do is you live your life here. You're in America, I'm in America, he's in Australia. It's a different world. Uh, The distance can't stop true love. If he wanted to propose, come here, and then you would move to Australia, I would be very excited for you. But that's not what he's doing. He's he's establishing a friendship with you, and you're okay with that. As long as you think this brings you joy, keep on being friends with him. If you feel it's being too frustrating and too hard to handle because you have emotions, then stop it. Okay, so that's, that, that's really that's, great advice. That's great. Th- thank you. It's the thin red line in relationship. There is always a red line, and that red line is important to respect, okay? You go okay. first, lady. Thank you. Bye, okay. Ashley. Good night. Have you ever heard the expression, don't cross the thin red line, in French, la ligne rouge, when it comes to relationship? Let me explain next exactly what this means. I don't know if you ever heard the expression, the thin red line, 
Right. So usually when you're a kid, you start hearing that from your parents, like, uh, uh, don't put your fingers in the electrical plug. Be careful with the hot water. S- the simple stuff, the thin red line. It's all the things that we teach kids so they don't get hurt. Later on in life, it applies also to relationships. The thin red line. It's a line that it's easy to cross. That's why I call it the thin. In French, la ligne rouge. Meaning, basically, we know we shouldn't stay with somebody who cheats on us, but sometimes we do. We know sometimes we should talk, but we don't because we're afraid of rejection. We know we should not have emotional affairs, and so on, and so on, and so on. And that thin red line is the protection of our own well-being, our dignity, our decency, and our happiness. And really, it just came back to my mind, the advice my parents gave me a long time ago when I was, I think, 15. Simon, when it comes to love, quand il s'agit d'amour, don't cross the thin red line or you'll get burned. And I'm going to explain to you a personal story that happened to me when I did cross the red line and what happened. And that's next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So here's the question. How do you know you're crossing this famous thin red line, the line in relationships that you should never cross? And here's the story. You know, I, I went out and it was sweet. It just, listen, this is innocent, but it, I felt the red line. We're in a, in a party when you're 15, 16 in high school and, and I was dating this girl. And um, I remember one dance. I danced with another girl. I kind of like her and all that. And you know how I felt? I was crossing the line. I felt guilty. Even though we did nothing wrong. I just dancing, you know, everybody danced when you're 16 at those parties, but dancing with somebody else and my girlfriend felt wrong. That's when I kind of discover how you feel inside of you, the thin red line. It's like protecting you from doing something really wrong. And so that's something that I will never forget. The first time I felt, that's not good. And I stopped dancing with this girl, went back to my girlfriend. Something innocent, but it was the first sign of it. So don't do like me, do better than me. Respect the thin red line. You call that next on The Rendezvous. After a long day like today, all I wish for is listening to a beautiful love story. You have one? Call me now. Bonjour, Angelina. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, and yourself? Good, thanks. You said you had a romantic story and you know I love them. I do. I have a good one. I think you'll really enjoy it. Good. Please share it. Sure. So um, about a year ago, before my boyfriend, my now boyfriend and I became boyfriend-girlfriend, we travel a lot for work. And even though we work in the same industry, a lot of times we're not traveling to the same cities. Um, So there was a time where I was in a big city for an extended event he was traveling around to different ones. He ended up surprising me by coming out for a couple of days to see me in between his events. And when I got off work, he had brought like uh, the white Christmas lights and decorated mm-hmm. my hotel room. He drew this big bath and like had a glass of wine waiting for me so we could kind of relax together. And um, the next morning, he made me an omelet. I know it sounds crazy in a hotel room, but he made it happen. <laughs> and then that night, when I got off of work, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And it was just wow. this incredible moment right before he had to leave, of course. But it was just, it meant the world to me that he took the time out of his travel for two days to come out and see me and made all of this effort. 
I love that story. And so sweet in holiday times to hear things like this. I've always said it. That's my credo. There's no love without proof of love. And that guy showed his love to you big time with his special omelette at the hotel. Oh, absolutely. And he still does little things like that a year later, which is really exciting. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You made my night. Thank you very much, Angelina, and have a good night. Of course. Thank you, too. You know what I also love in this story is when we cook for each other. It's simple, right? But how important is that to you? Let's talk about it next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. I have a little question for you, and I'm going to put a poll on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. Would you rather go out to dinner with your partner or have your partner cook a whole meal for you? Go vote. It's simple. You go to Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio right now, and then we'll read the result later. So here's why. Because I don't know about you, but for me, when a girlfriend cooks a, a chocolate cake or a grilled chicken or a grilled sea bass or even a mixed green with tomato and my favorite goat cheese, any of this... Mm, I, I, this is a form of love. I think cooking for each other is a form of love. It's more romantic than any restaurant. It's just more intimate. I am all about the homemade cook, and I love cooking for you. But what about you? Rather go out with your partner, or is it more romantic, a whole meal cook? Go vote now at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. That just put a great question on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio which is, would you rather go out to dinner with your partner or have your partner cook a meal for you at home? I mean, I'm all about homemade meal. That's what we do a lot in France. My mom taught me how to cook, and I believe I'm a, a good cook. Not a great cook, but a good cook. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I want to I read the result because you guys voted, so let me share with you the results. 44% of you said, I'd rather go out to dinner with my partner 56% of you said, I'd rather have a home-cooked meal. Interesting, right? I hope that number will change because I love restaurants. I love going out, dress up and all that. It's always exciting not to cook. But if you think romance, and I'm a romantic, what's more romantic than to go home and have your partner prepare a home-cooked meal with a fabulous dessert at the end? I mean, really. You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me now. Bonjour, Jerry. Bonjour, Simon. What is up? So I went on a date with this guy, and he spent the entire day, like, it it felt like more of a job interview than a date. Like, he spent the entire day telling me, like, hey, I've done this, I've accomplished this, I've been doing this for something. Like, he was, like, listing off his accomplishments, like, after the date, I'm supposed to, like, hire him, like, to be right. my boy. Like, all right, you're hired. Like, it felt forced. Should I even give it another go, or are these red flags? What do you mean by this is a red flag? What What do you feel this, this could go so wrong? Because he didn't seem interested in anything I was talking about. He literally just listed off everything that he's been doing, like, mm-hmm. all of his accomplishments. Like, to impress like you. Trying to, like, brag or whatever. He was. He was trying to impress you. Maybe he was either shy or self-centered, or maybe both. Maybe the question is, is not, so he definitely was doing this because he likes you and he wants to impress you. It's a silly thing we do usually in high school, you know, where like, you know, I, I can play football better than you or this or that. But uh, how do you feel about him? You like him? I mean, I thought he was, I think he's cute and he's nice. But like, you're not really into him. 
No, not necessarily. I, I just, it was just kind of yeah. a turn off the fact that he only talked about himself. That's the only turn off? Or do you feel attracted to him and you would like to give him a second chance? I mean, I would give him a second chance, but I, if the date is the same as it was the last time, I don't think it'll be going anywhere. But I mean, I guess I'd give it another go. That's the answer. Then you're going to give him a second chance. Let's see if this guy... That, remember, all the insecurity is expressed by the try to impress you because he likes you. Anybody who's trying to impress you with their cars, their abilities, their salary, their whatever it is, they like you, they're afraid of rejection, all they want is to impress you. So I said, Jerry, you go for it, have a second date, and see if you get you know, more feelings. If you get bored stiff, never see him again. If you understand that it's just you know, his insecurity talking, and through this you see a good-hearted person, go for this guy. I think you're right. I, I'll give it a second go and see what happens. Yep, have a good night. Good luck to you, Jerry. Thanks. Hi, thank you so much. I just got an email at the Rendezvous Show. Somebody has a question about their wedding. So I want to hear about that next. Stay with me. Welcome back to the Rendezvous. If you can't call me, my lines are busy. Email me your questions at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's the question tonight? All right, so this is a listener email from Giordana that says, mm -hmm. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Giordana. I'm engaged and my fiancé wants to come with me to pick out my wedding dress. He says he has an idea of what he wants to see me in, but I've always imagined that he would see me for the first time in my dress when I walk down the aisle. Sure. It's not a huge deal, I guess, but I just envisioned my wedding a certain way and this isn't it. Do you think I should let him come with me? This is a key question. It's your wedding. You're going to pick out your dress and he wants to come with you. Should you let him? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. I just got an email at the rendezvous show with this very question. Think about it. You're getting married. You're looking to pick out your dress. And your fiancé says he wants to participate in the process and help you pick the right dress. Would you let him? Or would you rather, like usually everybody else, wait for him to see your dress when you appear to get married for the first time? Listen. I think it's your wedding, the most important day of your life. You've been waiting to pick out this dress for many, many years. I would say to your fiancé, no way, Jose. Wait like everybody else at the wedding. I'll show you my dress. If you're uncomfortable with him helping you pick the dress, speak up. Because I don't want anything to ruin the most important romantic day of your lifetime. So... Tell him not to mess around with your wedding dress. You call that next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255 when you have your question for me. Call me. Maria, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you can help. I'm hoping. I always like to listen to your advice. Thank you. Um, I dated somebody for a year and a half. We had been friends for most of our lives. Uh, and then we started dating, and uh, the relationship ended. He broke up with me when he accused me of doing something I, I did not do. Um, and we have been broken up for about a year and a half now, and I, I'm just still not over him, and I don't, I don't know how to get over him. <laughs> I'm not sure okay. what the best way is. So, okay. I mean, he's, he's got a new girlfriend, and I should be past this by now. So, uh, just to clarify, you said that you guys broke up for something you haven't done. What is it that he thinks you've done and you haven't done? Oh, he we he thinks I was, like, stalking some other girl he was dating, I guess, either before me or, or maybe during me. I'm not really sure. 
but I, I didn't even know who the person was. So I, I don't, I never knew what he was talking about. <laughs> it was pretty complicated so, and seemed really immature to me. Um, but he thinks I like called this girl and, and told her to stay away from him or something. It's a little crazy. <laughs> I see. But so, uh, and that's the reason why he broke up with you. Yeah. So, okay. So that seems to me like a guy who doesn't have it together. Why do you think you miss him so much? What is it you miss about him? Yeah, you know, I think maybe it's because we were friends for so long and um, and we okay. really knew each other and, and there was a, a lot of trust, you know, between us and years and years of history between us. So maybe it was just a comfort thing. I'm not, I don't know. So I, maybe I'm just lonely. Maybe, maybe. What you miss is the, the friendship more than the ooh maybe, more than the romance. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, so the solution right now is to find new friends. And to find new friends, it's much easier than to find dates, actually. All you got to do is you go online and whatever activity you like to do, get together. It could be bicycle, could be hiking, could be playing chess, it could be uh, shopping, could be anything. So don't focus so much on the romance right now. Just think about how can I make new friends, and that will lead to possibly having more uh, closeness with somebody than romance. Oh, I like that. Okay, I can do that. Okay, Thank cool. You. Well, you're most welcome. Good luck to you. And I'm sure, you know, uh, that's going to help you because I really believe great love stories are born of great friendships. Okay. Thank well, you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. As always, thank you so much for spending the night with me and, and uh, for your calls, for your love stories, for the questions. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for uh, participating in, in sharing those stories. I want to. I just want to say one thing. You know, we, we talked tonight about um, how important it is sometimes to uh, cook for your partner. And that's not just on big occasion, but on small occasion. Think about it tomorrow morning when you wake up and it's time to go to work again. Think about it that you just prepare your partner's coffee, tea, uh, scrambled eggs, omelette, whatever it is. Do something like this. Let's all do something like positive, something we, we learn from this show. If I was living with somebody, that's what I would want to do tomorrow. Surprise my partner with a breakfast for her and just have a wake up to this surprise. Just something to think about when you wake up tomorrow morning. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for being with me every night. I'll be back tomorrow. So, bonne nuit les petits et à demain. The Rendezvous Show.